This is COVID-19 and Mental Health Podcast. I could have night and random palpitations and night sweats. I couldn't sleep. My sleep disappeared completely. And sometimes I could be even in traffic and I'll just break down crying. And sometimes I wouldn't breathe because of the anxiety attack. It's not right anymore to speak about a silent epidemic. In Kenya, we have an epidemic that is very loud. I had very sad thoughts and my thoughts were suicidal. I was so sad that I wanted to end it all. Bereavement, isolation, loss of income and fear are triggering mental health conditions or exacerbating existing ones. Many people may be facing increased levels of alcohol and drug use, insomnia and anxiety, especially during this period of COVID-19 pandemic. In this podcast, COVID-19 and mental health, we speak to a content creator and YouTuber, Maureen Waititu, who shares a story of battling depression and suicidal tendencies. We also speak to a renowned psychiatrist, Dr. Frank Jenga, and Cabinet Administrative Secretary, Dr. Masi Mwangangi, on the silent epidemic that is mental health. Maureen, thank you very much for joining us. Please tell us, uh, how did this all begin and how did you know you needed help? Uh, first, I want to thank you for having me on board tonight. I feel very honored and humbled to use my voice as a young person, as a mother, and also as a content creator mm. who has been there, done it, and successfully beat uh, my mental disorder. So uh, mine, I started through a moment of trauma. And uh, what happened was that I woke up one day and I realized I'm not okay. And uh, I was already aware of these uh, mental health disorders that, that are happening everywhere mm. because I encountered it uh, when I first gave birth to my firstborn and then I you know, had a postpartum depression. So I was very familiar with when I realized that I'm not okay. Uh, thankfully, I did not shy away from seeking help. I worked in Twitchy Romalin uh, in Westlands and my journey has never been the same because not only did I get treated but mm -hmm. I'm also learning so much about it mm -hmm. and the most important thing is to tell people that gone are the days when mental health or illnesses were considered as the madman mm -hmm. in the streets but they look like this, they look like uh, a successful man they look like a very rich man. Anybody is susceptible to mental disorders. Mm -hmm. And as the statistics show, mm -hmm. this is happening everywhere. Mm -hmm. And we need to be a voice today and also reduce these numbers. My story is very public and I went through a very traumatic event mm -hmm. in my lifetime. And uh, I tried to, I had very sad thoughts and my thoughts were suicidal. I was so sad that I wanted to end it all. I attempted twice and it did not happen. And when it did not happen the second time, I drove myself to the clinic and I told the doctor, just do what you need to do to make sure that I'm okay. Because I was aware that those moments of unending sadness, crying all day long, not eating, I had lost huge amounts of weight. My hair was falling off <laughs> and I couldn't perform day-to-day -day activities. For instance, I could park my car 
and walk away without closing the door. And that is unheard of. This is something I couldn't do. And it didn't happen once. Mm -hmm. It happened two times. And then sometimes I would carry on my day and I would be on pilot mode whereby I would go maybe pick my child from school or drop him in school and then I wouldn't remember how I got home. Uh, not only uh, was I diagnosed, maybe I didn't say what my issue was, uh, that was depression and severe anxiety. I could have night uh, and random palpitations, uh, night sweats. I couldn't sleep, my sleep disappeared completely and sometimes I could be even in traffic and I'll just break down crying and sometimes I wouldn't breathe because of the anxiety attack and this is when I realized uh, something has to be done. Dr. Njenga, can you paint for us a picture of how mental health situation is in Kenya? In Kenya, and I can speak about Kenya, we, it's not right anymore to speak about a silent epidemic. In Kenya, we have an epidemic that is very loud. You want me to give you the evidence for it? Look at us here, us here tonight. Barely two or three years ago, it was most unlikely that um, a primetime program such as this one would, um, would talk about uh, mental health and mental illnesses in the way that we are talking about. I think um, even before the task force released its report, I believe that uh, the government of Kenya uh, became aware uh, quite a while back, and I think if you go back to uh, NAROC in 2019, Madaraka Day, the president spoke uh, with exceptional clarity uh, about the challenges posed to our country by, uh, by mental illnesses. And in fact, that was the genesis of, um, of the task force report, because following uh, his proclamation on Madaraka Day, that November cabinet met and directed that uh, the task force that um, I was a member of uh, go around the country and uh, issue the report which we handed over to the, um, to the government, uh, to Honorable Motahi Kagwe on the 7th of July uh, 2020 in the middle of the, in the middle of the corona pandemic. Uh, and I think anybody who has been uh, observing activities around the media um, will agree that this is not anymore a silent uh, pandemic, not just through the media, but also within government itself. Yeah. It's a matter that we are focusing on and that we are very serious about. Dr. Masi, as a senior government official, how is Kenya handling the issue of mental health among its citizens? So right now, in terms of um, policy and strategy when it comes to mental health in the country, um, Kenya is one of the few countries in Africa that has a mental health policy, and we've gone a step further and put in place what we're calling a mental health action plan. And the idea is to have sort of that roadmap or blueprint that will help us define where should we invest in when it comes to mental health services. And, and, you know, I'm quite pleased because this was as a result of the task force um, report of mm. which uh, Dr. Frank Jenga was a member. And as, as mentioned by him, this was, you know, through the realization by government and, of course, His Excellency the President that we needed to do something when it came to mental health. And so our mental health action plan is focusing on five key areas. Um, one of the key areas um, touches on leadership and governance when it comes to mental health services. But this time around, our, our plan focuses on ensuring that there's that leadership of mental health um, advocacy when it mm. comes to national and county governments. Uh, we are actually going to set up what we are calling mental health councils. And these are 
sort of convenings, almost like um, what you'd call town halls in different counties and dif with, together with different county departments of health. And an interesting feature of this is, is that which was employed in the task force. Um, the task force was a different kind of task force. It wasn't the typical government task force yeah. that, that sits with, you know, the typical civil servants. This time around, we invited the private sector, we invited community leaders to come and share with us what, we, what they think we can do to improve mental health. And so the mental health councils, we'll have the chief sitting there, we'll have the village elders sitting there, we'll have different members of communities sitting there and discussing and creating advocacy when it comes to mental health issues. We're also going to focus on what we're calling strengthening mental health systems. And a key element of this is looking at the financing of mental health services. Our WHO and a few other countries, you know, organizations recommend that we should spend at least 250 shillings on each citizen when it comes to mental health. Right. Kenya is spending about 15 cents. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing this year is that we've actually almost quadrupled the budget when it comes to mental health services. And you know, you'll soon be seeing a lot of infrastructural investments, a lot of technical investments, human resource investments in this space. Uh, you need to continue giving prominence to this issue. Um, the data that we have, particularly the most recent data on suicides is, is distressing data. And that's why we're here today to really speak about these issues and to share with with you the Kenyan what we are doing in terms of investing in mental health. With that we come to the end of this episode of COVID-19 and mental health a special focus on the silent epidemic mental health. I have been your host Anthony Makoha. Join us again next time for another exciting episode of COVID-19 and mental health. Adios. COVID-19 and mental health podcast.